0: Thanks for listening. Join us now for Perry and Shauna replay from 89.3 Modi Radio. Glad to be back live. We've been doing best of shows for the last two weeks, but we're live and here's Shauna.
1: Yeah, we're here and it's 2022. That's yeah. just bizarre.
0: How did we get here?
1: <laughs> no, don't don't take me back to the beginning. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time, but I do. At the end of every year, I kind of do some reflecting back on the the year past. So over the last month, I've really spent a lot of time reflecting on 2021, and just honestly, there are there are things that are radically different than what they were a year ago. Our family is kind of spreading out around the world. I've got a daughter who moved to the Czech Republic this year, and I've got another one who got engaged, and her and her fiancé are planning to go abroad after the wedding to move and do missions work in different places in the world. And And then there are the things that, that I thought would be radically different, that I had hoped would be radically different, and they're not they're much the same.
0: Still got the same co-host.
1: <laughs> Still got the same co-host. I'm happy about that. But I don't know if, if it's just me, but I think it's, you know, there's time and space in in being off from work too and the holidays and what they bring, even in the midst of the craziness, there is some time and space that hopefully allows us to reflect back on the year and just kind of, mm,
0: yeah. you know,
1: do some deep thinking.
0: I had a lot of time to do that and I'm so grateful.
1: Yes. Good. It's good for us, I think. And as part, of, as far as the stuff that I thought would be different that wasn't different, honestly, it caused a bit of a discontent in me, which was good. That's not always a bad thing because it caused me to do something radical. I decided to fast with the Lord's leading for the month of December from very specific foods that are normally a part of my everyday life. I just, I really wanted to know God's will and I wanted to hear his voice in some areas of my life.
0: Fasted from all greens and vegetables. Yeah, no, not and that.
1: I love that stuff.
0: Rice cakes. Cut those <laughs> <Yeah>. things out.
1: <laughs> no, no. It was, you know, sugar and caffeine were two, the two primary pieces. That wow. Wow. I know, and it was hard over the holidays because there was so much goodness. There was so much, uh, you know, chocolates and, you know, people bringing us cookies and that sort of thing. And it was really hard. But I wanted to hear God's voice. And there were times that I wanted to give in. I don't, you know, I'm no Pollyanna over here. I wasn't like strictly firmly happy and content to be without. There were times that I really wanted to cave, but I wanted to hear from God even more. I wanted his wisdom and I wanted his direction for my life. I was genuinely desperate for him. I remember one specific time where I wanted so bad to cave and I was like, but I want to hear from you more. I want to know more what you have for me. And so, you know, I was able by the grace of God.
0: And that's a perfect example of why we fast because it, the hunger or the craving causes us to have an opportunity to think about well, God, I need you. Mm-hmm. I need you. It's not about, you know, earning brownie points with God. It's about creating this, you know, whenever you get hunger or you have a craving, you think about God, I need you.
1: And it caused me to pray into the areas of my life where I wanted to, to, to change more frequently because, you know, a cookie in front of me or those um, Hershey's nuggets that are, have like the toffee. They've got a gold wrapper. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: I go right past those.
1: Oh, my goodness. Those are so good. All the things. Anyway, I, I wanted them, but I'm glad that I didn't dive in. I'm glad that I stuck to my guns because what I gave up was nothing compared to what I gained as I deliberately was asking God for what I needed. And he just Oh my goodness, Perry, he was so faithful. He Hmm. literally just led me day by day and moment by moment. And I have never had like a rhythm of fasting in my life. When I fast, it usually happens this way. You know, something shows up on the surface of my life and I'm like, ah, I need God in a bad way. And I fast.
0: When you fast, it's fast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fast and few and far between (laughs) is kind of what I'm saying. But I feel like as I've kind of done this reflecting back on twenty twenty one and and you know, had this this month of fasting, like maybe God's inviting me to do this for twenty twenty two, kind of develop a rhythm of fasting. Where and I just wonder what would that do for my walk with God if if it was, you know, if I didn't wait till I was desperate, but if it became a regular rhythm, regular practice. So the word of God says in James, it's four eight, actually it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So as we start a new year. I'm just wondering, have you asked God what he wants from you in 2022? I mean, just literally said, God, how do you want me to be different? Is there some new spiritual discipline or practice that you're inviting me to develop? Ask him and then just listen for his answer. Just literally wait, let there be space and let God respond to you. I believe that if you ask him, he'll even give you a verse a scripture that well, you can just be mindful of, and it'll help you as you step into this new thing that God's calling you to.
0: This is just so great. This is this is firing me up.
1: Cool beans for
0: twenty twenty two.
1: It's you know, it's a good time you step into a new season. It's a good time to ask God what He wants you to do differently, and He's good. His plans for you are good plans, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. And he, he provides everything that we need. And he walks with us step by step into this new year. So we can go in with God confidence that this new thing that God wants for you to do is going to bear God fruit. It's going to be awesome.
0: Once upon a time, there was a garden. It was a garden of geranium roseanne perennials around our condo. They were planted by my bride, Teresa, and they were beautiful. They were mostly purple, a purplish thing. She did that this year. Well, last year. The thing about geranium roseannes is that you're only supposed to cut them back so far and at a certain time in the fall. Our landscapers came through and without asking, cut them down to the roots. We don't know for sure if they're going to come back up.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yep. Now, we could say to the landscapers, it's okay, no harm, no foul. But there was harm. We mm-hmm. spent money, and Teresa spent time, and a debt was created when those flowers were cut down. And Justice says, you know, not vengeance, but just what's right, right. what's fair. Justice says... You guys are going to have to make things right if these flowers don't come back up in the spring. So stay tuned for that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Once upon a time, there was another garden, way more beautiful than our garden. It was called Eden. God's presence was everywhere in Eden. It was paradise. Everything was as it should be. Absolute flourishing, fulfillment, joy, beauty. Our first parents, Adam and Eve, lived there in the presence of God and the Lord walked with them in the cool of the day. And the Lord of the garden said, make the whole world a garden, make it flourish. And he also said, everything is yours in the garden, except the fruit of one tree. If you eat of that tree, if you disobey, you will die. And I know the Lord put that tree there because he just wanted to know if he was their ultimate because they had everything. And so he gave them a choice to make him their ultimate or something else their ultimate. And so if you disobey, he said, you will die. As you know, they ate that fruit. They sinned against God. They wounded him. They crushed his heart. He loved them. And the Lord banished them from his presence. Now, couldn't the Lord have said, it's okay, you can come back into my presence? But think about it. When somebody deeply wounds you, it's not enough to say sorry. Some kind of costly payment must be made to put things right. It's the same with God. So, God put an angel with a flaming sword to block the entrance to the presence of God. And in essence, the Lord was saying, You can't come back into my presence unless you go under the sword of my justice, unless you pay for the wrongs you've done. Who could survive that? No one. How can we ever get back into the presence of God?
1: This is a beautiful, this is, you know, I don't think we look at this story that way, or maybe I just haven't, but this is a beautiful example of what it is to lovingly set healthy boundaries. Do you know what I mean? Like God didn't say, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay, just keep doing what you're doing. That would not have been good for us if he would have said, yeah, come right back into my garden. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because we would have ruined, we would have started ruining the garden, which is what we have done, you know, <laughs> as being descendants of the first parents. The world has been not created into a garden, but it's been ruined in many ways.
1: Right?
0: Not completely, but yeah, healthy it's his boundaries.
1: Love. It's his love, actually, <clears throat> that caused him to set the boundary.
0: Yeah, and so we have this conundrum how can we get back into the presence of God if we, if we have to come under the sword of his justice? Because we can't survive that. Right. Isaiah 53 in the Hebrew scripture says that Jesus would be cut off from the land of the living. And in Revelation, when John looks at the throne of the universe, he sees a lamb as if it had been slaughtered. Jesus took the sword for you and me. He said, my life for yours. Oh, I love him so much. Don't you love him? He yeah. said, "My life for yours." At the moment Jesus died, the veil that covered the holy of holies in the temple in Jerusalem, the place where God's raw presence dwelt, the place representing the Garden of Eden. That's what the holy of holies represented. It represented the ability to get back into the garden through the blood of atonement. That veil that covered the Holy of Holies, was torn from top to bottom. The flaming sword claimed its victim. The veil was parted, and the way back into the garden was permanently reopened. This is the beauty of the gospel. Mm -hmm. It occurs to me that if we want to experience deep heart change in 2022, we don't need New Year's resolutions. We will do well to look at Jesus taking the sword for us. Do you see him there on the cross, taking the spear, behold the lamb to just behold the lamb in the beauty of his passion, saying my life for yours. Mm -hmm. If we just could, could look at him, wouldn't that change us? Wouldn't that deeply change us? Mm -hmm. And if we want to experience deep heart change, spend time in God's presence, his presence will change us. He died. He took the sword for us so that we can come back into His presence. We can come back into the garden. And so spending time in His presence is a gift and in His presence is fullness of joy. And in His presence, we are transformed into His glory.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think that we can be in the presence of God without being changed. Mm-hmm. So if you just need a little bit of change... You know, just check in with them time and time again. Right, right, right. But if you need a radical transformation of your heart and your soul, man, dive in, spend time with God whenever you can.
0: Yes. And so what I'm saying is that if I want to be changed, if you want to be changed from the deep heart level, from the inside out, that we look at the lamb, we behold the lamb this year, we see him taking that sword for us. And we enter into his presence Mm -hmm. because he made a way for us into his presence by taking that sword for us. And God's word says in Hebrews, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. It's a throne of grace. We can come before his presence. We can come boldly. Let us come boldly before the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need.
1: So we've been we've been off air for a little bit. I mean, you've probably been hearing our voices, but we were given by Moody Radio two weeks off. Incredible! So we did some best of shows during that time. But before that, I was gone unexpectedly. It took a trip real quick um, to California. But let me backtrack just a little. My dad has been sick for, for for many years, and he has just longed to go to heaven. He talks about heaven all the time, and I got mm. to go to California. Um, Oh, about every, about twice a year I go to California and spend time with family because my whole family is there. And every time I say goodbye because of my dad's disease, you know, it could be the last time that I'm saying goodbye. So I've said goodbye to my dad so many times. But on December 14th, um, my dad's health really began to decline and we switched over his care to hospice care so that we could focus just on keeping dad comfortable. So... On December 14th, yeah, I flew to California to be with him and to say goodbye, like again, <laughs> mm-hmm. for the last time. And it was sweet time to be together. We sang together. We sang, what a friend I have in Jesus. Mm. Um, we sang, this is my story, this is my song. I have so many childhood memories of standing next to daddy and he had this big booming voice and he just would sing with everything in him. So we sang some of those songs together and I had the chance to tell my dad how much I love him. Mm -hmm. I just thanked him for being an amazing dad. And this past Friday night, we got to FaceTime and be with dad and um, two of my sisters were there. I'm one of four girls and another sister was FaceTimed in and I was FaceTimed in because I was back in Michigan at this time. And one of my sisters told him that we knew he was kind of in his final days or moments we weren't sure exactly but we knew we were near the end and she said daddy it's okay it's okay for you to go to heaven like we're good and something inside of me like my head kind of cocked sideways and I was like I don't know about that like I wasn't ready she was ready but I was definitely not and and I thought it was very selfless of her and I agreed with the statement, but I just realized I wasn't in the same place as she was. So Saturday morning, this would have been New Year's Day. I woke up and I was spending some time with God and just got really honest with him. I was like, Hey, you know, when, when my sister said that last night, that kind of, you know, there was a hitch in me. And so I just want to be able to process that with you and help me to understand what was going on there so that I too can come to a place where I can just let go of dad and release him into your care. And what he showed me was my dad loved me really, really well. Like my dad had a way of, of letting, making every single person feel that they were special that you were the most unique and wonderful person mm. on the planet. yeah. And it wasn't just me. He made everybody feel that way, but I love being loved that way. And I realized I wasn't ready to stop being loved that way. That was why I felt like yeah. I couldn't let go of dad. You know, I couldn't say what my sister had said. Mm. And then God, um, you know, in this sweet time together on Saturday morning, on New Year's morning, he... Oops, here we go. Mm -hmm. He told me that the way that my earthly father had loved me was just a taste of my heavenly father's love, that God's love was so much better. And he led me to Romans 8, 38 and 39. You know, nothing can separate you from God's love, not life, not death, not nothing. And I'm never going to be separated from this perfect love that, that I long for and this sweet love that I experienced with my dad even better. And my dad wasn't going to be separated from God's love. And in just the awareness of how good God is, how how perfect his love is, and knowing that he's never going to leave me and he's never going to forsake me, I, I wrote in my journal, I penned the words, I'm ready. And I just thanked God for my dad. And I told him that, you know, I want others to experience God's love through me the way that I experienced God's love through my dad. Mm. I want people Good. because of the way that they got loved by me in some small way to understand God's love better. So, um, I had just finished writing that down and my phone rang and it was my sister saying that dad had just gone to heaven. While God had taken me by the hand and he was helping me to release my dad into his care, he also had my dad by the hand and he was taking him to heaven. And I'm just so overwhelmed by the kindness of God to me in this time. And that's just who God is, right? He does. He takes us by the hand and he walks with us through the hard times, through the good times. He prepares us for the future. Okay, I'm grabbing a tissue here. (laughs) So my daddy's in heaven and I'm so happy for him. And I am going to be missed being loved by him. I'm going to miss that. But as we step into a brand new year with all of its unknowns, I just want to share with you, you can be confident that God is with you. Christmas is behind us, but God is still Emmanuel. He's still God with us. So we can walk with him. We can talk to him about everything that we're fearful of and, the stuff that hurts, the stuff we don't understand, he actually brings clarity to like he did for me. You can trust him with your whole heart and you can know that nothing, nothing will ever separate you from his love.
0: I don't know about you, but I want to be continually filled up with the knowledge of God's will. But what does that even mean to be filled up with the knowledge of God's will? It comes from one of the prayers of Paul that is just, it is so huge. It's Colossians 1, 9 through 12, and it's just one, like Paul often does, the Apostle Paul, he writes these long, long sentences. It's, it's just one long sentence from Colossians 1, 9 to 12. So I'm not going to read the whole prayer, but I've been studying this prayer for the last, I don't know, the last year at least. Just taking my time through it. You know, I don't come to it every day, but what I've wanted to do is just really drill into what does this prayer mean? And the first part of it is, is we continually ask God, he's, he's writing to the believers in Colossae and he says, we continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will. And so to to get at what Paul's really saying, you have to look into some key words. You have to look at the words that he uses and see how he uses those words in Colossians and then how he uses the words in other letters. And then how I do it as well is I think about what's the big story of the Bible? You know, how does this relate to the big story of the Bible? Because, you know, everything that's written in the Bible is in the context of the story of the New Testament and the story of the entire Bible. Bible from Genesis to Revelation. So this first part, we continually ask God to fill you. That's the first word that I dug into with the knowledge. That's the second word, knowledge of his will. And digging into those words and thinking of those words and how Paul uses them in light of the big story of the Bible, here's what Here's what came out.
1: I'm like on the edge of my seat, man. I'm oh, really ready. this is gonna be good. Okay. You really set the bar high.
0: Well, you know, it, it's it's so awesome to have the time to really drill in. Yeah. Cause because you gotta mind I know you love to do this as well.
1: I do. It it can seem sometimes like a um yeah, like you just go deeper, 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 deeper mm-hmm. dive, but you've gotta have the time to be able to, to do yeah. that.
0: Yeah, it's not something that I can do every day.
1: So what'd you find, Perry?
0: Here, here we go. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will. Here's my paraphrase. May you be filled up with more and more insight into the love story of God. How from eternity the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have been pouring oceans of love into one another. And that from eternity, Father, Son, and Spirit have longed to share this dance of love with us. Mm. The son knowing that he would lose the oceans of love from the father at the cross because of our sin. The father knowing he would have to turn away from his beloved son. May you be in awe that at such a cost at just the right time, the word became flesh to die on a cross and bring us into the dance. Hallelujah. And to, recreate and renew us into the image of God. May you comprehend more deeply that the story is headed toward a healed creation and a healed people from every tribe and tongue, experiencing the unbridled joy of the dance of love and living in the ever-increasing, never-ending, just and merciful reign of Jesus.
1: Was that one sentence like Paul?
0: (laughs) That was.
1: Oh, I have to to look at that. (laughs) I'm just curious.
0: It might be just one sentence. I'm looking at my punctuation marks, okay. but that's just spending time with that first part. Sure, fill you with the knowledge of His will, yeah. and and this is this is what the Word of God is. It's a you know underneath. Those few words is this like bottom ocean, yeah. bottomless ocean of truth,
1: right? You know what stands out to me as as we talk about this is just the the movement mm. of being in relationship with God. Like it's not a stagnant thing. You know, there's no you know line where you cross over and like you could be on you know once you're on that side, but now you're on this side. Like it is a continual journey. God is continually filling us with more and more understanding of who he is and revelation of his desires and yeah. and his will for our life and and no matter how deep you have gone there's more.
0: Yeah. It's an infinite bottomless ocean of of God's truth and his love and and I guess my takeaway from this is that you know how the father son and spirit have from eternity been enjoying this beautiful love in community with one another. And the, as far as I can tell, the only reason they created everything was to share that love with us. And they knew that we would rebel, that we would reject being a part of this dance of love. They knew that the father knew he would have to give up his son. The son knew he would have to give up his life to bring us into this love, this relationship, this community, this this beautiful dance, as it's called by T.S. Lewis and some early church fathers and Tim Keller has used that phrase as well. But that's what just strikes my heart is that knowing we would dejected, they still came
1: mm-hmm. and
0: poured out their lives. Jesus poured out his life to bring us into that love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because he looks at you and me and in the midst, not after we're all cleaned up, but in the midst of our stuff, he looks at us and he says, oh, man. You're worth it hmm. for a few minutes of with you it's worth it
0: hey if you'd love for me to send this to you just just one part of the prayer I can do that just email me actually just text me and I can send it to you 800-968-8930 800-968-8930 what love the father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God I'd like to know something from 2021 in your life that you would like to keep with you and bring into this new year. How about you, Shawnee?
1: Okay. Well, you know, in 2021, I switched over from Android to iPhone. Mm. And what came with that is FaceTime. And I have to tell you, I originally kind of like dove into FaceTime. Like it was like a zoom meeting kind of thing. Like if I FaceTimed my mom or, which is a beautiful thing. Cause my parents, my mom is in California and so when I would FaceTime my mom, I, um, I would just give her my undivided attention and be looking at the screen and, you know, FaceTiming with her. Well, guess what? I discovered like really recently in the last month, a new way of doing FaceTime the way that my kids do it. Cause I have a daughter who lives in the Czech Republic and over this last couple of weeks that we've been, uh, our family has been home together minus my daughter in the Czech Republic cause she's there, um, my other kids have been FaceTiming with her and they'll FaceTime for like hours. So on Christmas morning, we FaceTimed her in and just, you know, propped her up on the, on the end table there. And she hung out with us and spent all of Christmas morning with us. And it wasn't like it had to be this, you know, you know, intentional looking her in the eye conversation. We were just being together. So along with that, my youngest daughter, before she came home for the holidays, was quarantined because she got COVID. And she was in, in Illinois at her, in her dorm. And she was by herself like all the other students had gone home. And she was there in her dorm by herself, sick. So I didn't want her to feel lonely. So I was FaceTiming her whenever I possibly could. And literally, same, same. Like I'd be cooking dinner or whatever, and I just prop up the phone and I'm doing my thing. But we're hanging out together and talking about whatever came up. Mm -hmm. I want to carry that into 2022. Just being able to spend time together with people who are far away from me via FaceTime.
0: When my son was in the Middle East, we had Christmas morning together with him. That's sweet. And it was one of the best Christmas mornings we've ever had. It really was, was really sweet. So I I hear what you're saying, and hear, hear.
1: So now that he's in Grand Rapids, did you allow him to come over or did you ask him just to, you know, call in? It, it <laughs> so worked so, so well that, way. that
0: we decided to FaceTime. <laughs> no, he did come over with his lovely bride, Bree. So something from 2021 that you want to bring into 2022. This was not a commercial for FaceTime and Apple and iPhones and such. But
1: No, no, no. It's a, it's a commercial for togetherness.
0: There you go. Thanks for listening to Barry and Shauna Replay. To learn more, text us at 800-968-8930. That's 800-968-8930.